At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The numbers told the story. They always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Tuesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It is Kelly Midland. And all hell, all hell is breaking loose. Pew, 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 pew. Billy Levi's is on the move. I mean, he is. But here's Price the young thing. Isn't. Here, here's the thing. Here's, okay, we're going to talk NFL draft a lot today. Eric Eager will join us for Sumer Sports. So will Thor Nystrom, uh, who's an NFL and college uh, NFL draft and college football analyst for Fantasy Pros and Betting Pros. We're going to do that. Kelly and I are going to talk about it as well. Um, but we're not going to throw out the rundown because here's the deal. Again, if you if you're just tuning in, the NFL draft some 48 hours before the actual draft starts in Kansas City. And for God's sakes, can we start this draft already? <laughs> Please let's start. Um, woke up this first of all, we did a podcast. Drew Dinsick, Matt Brown, and I beating the book NFL draft preview podcast yesterday. It might as well have been in April. It, like April 1st. <laughs> no, 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 we're in April now. But it might as well have been the beginning of the month, the way that things are moving. So this morning you wake up, and there's all kinds of mocks now that had Will Anderson all of a sudden going second and Paris Johnson going third. And I'm thinking about our buddy Matt Brown, who was on the podcast yesterday, who co-hosts The Handle here at Visa, and I'm like, oh, my God, if Will Anderson goes second, his draft is shot. Well, that lasted for, I don't know, an hour or two. And then just before we came on the air this morning, Will Levis steam happening to go number one to the point where Will Levis is now only four to one to go number one at DraftKings. Bryce Young still minus 700. If y'all would like to keep betting Will Levis and keep knocking Bryce Young down, I'd appreciate that because eventually I'd like to bet Bryce Young to go number one because we don't know where any of this started from. There's a Reddit, there's a Reddit thread that has this that said Will Levis is going around telling people, telling people that uh, he's going to be number one to Carolina. Could I call my mom right now, Kelly, and be like, Ema, that's what I call my mom. Ema, I need you to go on Reddit, and I need you to, like, start a rumor about Player X. First of all, she'd be like, what is Reddit? And how do you spell Stroud? Once we got past that, I, I just don't know how credible any of this is. But the point is, is this draft is, has officially gone at the Michigan range. Is that is that what you were able to figure out this morning? That is a, it's was... a Reddit thread. That that's all anybody knows what it's from. Okay. Felica was saying the same. It's just a Reddit thread. Because this stuff just started coming out when we were still just rushing to finish stuff for the show, so I couldn't even do my deep dive background search. I, Reddit. I'm, not, cool. I'm I'm not buying Will Levis number one to the Panthers, and I'm the guy who had Stroud. I'm buying Bryce Young to, to the Panthers at this point. 
But who knows? Who knows? I really like the idea, whether it's true or not, though, that Will Levis is just out there telling people he's going number one. Uh, like, he's out, out <laughs> at the bar last night. He's like, hey, number one pick Thursday. You, sh- you should start telling people you're going number <laughs> six, Kelly. I'm going six. Detroit loves me. Let's see if that gains the steam. But that's where we are. This is the draft where no one knows anything from one moment to the next. And anybody who tells you differently is lying at this point. I mean, and, you know, worth bringing up, I guess, if for some reason you're still in the camp of, uh, you really like C.J. Stroud to go number one, well, you can get about 40 to one on him now. Yeah, I thought this was the morning we were going to wake up, you know, roughly 48, 72 hours before the draft, where the Stroud's team would come back, and I would I would think to myself, there I am, smart again. But no, not Stroud, Levis. Levis. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So we'll talk more NFL draft. We'll get into all of this. Obviously, the big thing in football yesterday, Aaron Rodgers finally dealt. They consummated their trade. I believe that's how you say that. Uh, the Packers agreed Monday to deal quarterback Aaron Rodgers in their 2023 first-round pick, the number 15 overall, and a 2023 fifth-rounder, the 170th overall, to the Jets for New York's 2023 first-rounder. That's the 13th pick in the draft. A 2023 second-rounder. This year, 42nd overall, and next year, oh, pardon me, plus a 2023 sixth rounder, which is the 207th pick overall, and then next year, a conditional second rounder that be, that could become a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays this or this coming season for the New York Jetropolitans. Whoo, that's a lot to give for a guy who's going to be 40 years old on December 2nd. Man, oh, man. And the the draft speculation of that, Kelly, is, oh, well, now that the Green Bay Packers would have the 13th pick in the draft, maybe they go Jackson Smith and Jigba, which would be awesome for me, by the way, having under 14 and a half and first wideout selected and all that. So everybody tell me, oh, you got to bet this guy now at number two. You got to bet. I'm not touching anything at the top of the draft anymore. And the only thing I'm doing is later. I, you can, that's it. I'm done betting yeah, stuff the, at the top of the draft. The one I guess I got, I, I didn't even really get close, but I was thinking hard about this morning was I saw um, a pretty big number on Bryce Young to go number two at a place I could bet that if you're putting all these pieces together, maybe that happens. But I got a 40 to one on Levis to go number one. So if that happens. You love it. Uh, yeah, so this is what I, I, I didn't complete the Matt Brown thought. Like, so if the notion that Will Anderson would go second, which was the big thing, like uh, this guy from Walter football by the name of uh, it's, it's uh, is it Charles Campbell? I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Cause I'm pretty invested. Charlie, in Cam- Charlie Campbell had Will Anderson going two. this is his morning. Will Anderson going to Paris Johnson going three to the Cardinals. If that happens, his draft sucks. But then Will Levis, if Will Levis were to go number one, all of a sudden his draft becomes the greatest thing in the world because he happens to 45 to one, mm-hmm. which is the very first draft bet he made. You and him both. We were doing primetime action when you guys made that bet. <laughs> yes, yes. That's we how were. long ago we, that was. That's how long ago we made that bet. <laughs> and and, and you, for people that want to know what the extent of the conversation was, it was Matt Brown being like, hey, have you watched this Levis guy at all this year? I'm like, barely. No. He's like, you should put a bet on him to go number one. I'm like, all right, did you? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to do that, too. I just want to make the point, and also, we'll, and we'll move on to this, because we want to talk NBA. The college football season, apparently, again, does not matter. It does not matter that every time Kentucky had a big moment, Will Levis had to do something, they came up small. And it does not matter that C.J. Stroud crushed Georgia. None of it were played great against Georgia. No, the college football season, apparently, does not matter at all. That's the, that's the, the hilarious part of all this. Yeah. All right. NBA. We now have symmetry in the NBA first round. That is to say, one was a sweep, the Sixers sweeping the Nets. 
one series ends up two and two. And by the way, the big news after we left yesterday, De'Aaron Fox with a break. So now all of a sudden, the Warriors go from the moment before Harrison Barnes shot that ball. Oh, my God, the dynasty could be over by biggest blunder ever. Steph Curry calling timeout to, oh, they're kind of in the catbird seat now. Because Golden State is now minus 280 on the adjusted, excuse me, minus 260 on the adjusted series price. Shop around. That's at DraftKings right now. The minus 260 with a diminished or absent Fox, I wouldn't imagine he'd be absent, but with a diminished Fox seems much more reality than yesterday's minus 180 with a fully healthy Fox, as far as we knew. So and the, so there's the four and a, there's the sweep by the Sixers. There's a two and two between the Kings and the Warriors. That resumes the Kings and the Warriors tomorrow night. And then there's six series in the middle that are all three to one, Kelly. The three series tonight are all three to one with the home team trying to close out the road team. And they're all huge favorites in each one of these games tonight. Yep. By the way, Kawhi has been ruled out officially, Ty Lue defending him, that the injury is legit. This is not, a, not anything else. But the Celtics over the Hawks, the Nuggets over the T-Wolves, and the Suns over the Clippers, all 3-1 series where the home team is trying to close out the gentleman's sweep in five on their home court. Now, the other three series are also 3-1, to one, but it's where the team with the, with the one win gets two out of their last three, if necessary, at home. Because they were the home, they were the team with the home court advantage prior to the series starting. We're talking in those cases about the Grizzlies, excuse me, pardon me, the uh, yeah, the Grizzlies who are down three one to the Lakers, the Bucks who unbelievably are down three to one to the Heat. We'll get into that, and the Cavaliers who are down three to one to the Knicks. So if you go back a little history lesson, you want a little history lesson, Kelly? I'm glad you asked. Let's do it. You go back in NBA history. How many teams in the history of the NBA have come back from a 3-1 to deficit? And because I just did the breakdown of there's 3-1 to when you're the team with home court, and there's 3-1 to when you're not the team with the home court, right? Two out of the last three are not on your home court. The answer is that it's happened overall. How many teams have come back from a 3-1 to deficit is 13 times. But two of them were in the bubble. So let's throw those out because Denver did it twice in the bubble, if you recall. Came back from a 3-1 to deficit. But let's throw those out. So non-bubble, real NBA. It's happened 11 times in history. Three times, only three times by teams that didn't have, that, that didn't have the home court. And in other words, that had to win two of the final three away from home. Those were the 68 Celtics in the Eastern Division Finals versus Philly. The 1995 Houston Rockets in the Western Conference semifinals against Phoenix, which is funny because Kenny Smith told a whole story last night about how, oh, we knew we could win Game 5 and Game 7 at home. He got it all wrong. They actually won 2 of 3 on the road against Phoenix. So that was a whole weird thing. And then famously, the other one was the 2016 Cleveland Cavaliers in the NBA Finals, the only time any team has come back from a 3-1 to deficit. The famous LeBron iconic block of Iguodala where the Warriors didn't score miraculously. The 73-win Warriors didn't score a point the last four minutes and 39 seconds. It's the only time it's ever happened in the NBA Finals. Those are the only three times where a team came back from a 3-1 to one defi- from a three to one deficit where two out of the final three games were not on their home court. Those would apply to the three teams that are down 3-1 to one tonight. That's how unlikely it is. And again, they're all almost 9.5, I think, in one game. But they're all almost double-digit underdogs. The others, eight times. So in the case of the Grizzlies, the Cavaliers, 
and the Bucks. Eight times has a team come back from a three to one deficit where they did have games five and seven on their home court. And so, Kelly, if I say to you right now, by the way, the Bucks are plus one thirty, the Cavs are four to one. Yeah. And what is what are the Grizzlies at this point? That's the only one I don't have up on the screen. Bucks plus one thirty, Cavaliers four to one, and the Grizzlies are probably in between. I would imagine the Grizzlies are plus six fifty. Oh no, they're even longer. So the Grizzlies of those three teams have the longest odds. The Bucks have the shortest. The Bucks is as close to a coin flip as you can get being down one to three. If I ask you right now as we go to break, one of those teams gets there, which is it? Uh, Bucks without a doubt. Bucks without a doubt. We got to get into Jimmy Butler. We'll come back, though. We'll get some baseball picks next, and we'll resume all this. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Sports Betting Network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Skill Alexander. It's uh, Kelly Bidlin, uh, just to clean up some stuff from the last segment. So went through that history lesson of, of teams to come back from three to one in NBA best of sevens in playoff history. Again, three times has it happened where the team didn't have home court. So in other words, they had to win twice more on the road. Eight times has it happened. Those, those would apply to tonight's series. Eight times has it happened non-bubble where a team down three to one actually has games five and seven, if necessary, uh, on their court. Um, so, and we were saying on the way out, I was like, which of those three teams that apply to that, the Cavaliers, the Bucks, the Grizzlies, is the most likely. And by the betting odds, and Kelly answered immediately, oh, yeah, it would be the Bucks. But at plus 135, you're not betting that, right? No. Not a chance. Not Just a, let's be clear about that. As much as I like them, as yeah. much as I don't like the Heat, no, I'm not betting it at plus 130. We'll get into all that. Um, real quick also here, let me just say this. We get tweets at beating the books. I want to, I want to get to some of these here before Mark, which is, um, and thank you for all the feedback as always at beating the book. This is O'Dale. Good morning. If you were jumping in the Otani market at this point, would it be MVP Cy Young or split a unit between the two? Kentucky finally went legal for sports betting as well. Glad to get more options. Hey, congratulations, Kentucky, on that. Um, I, I have the Cy Young bet already in pocket. The MVP is 
is super duper short. We can ask Mark Borcher, but I would say Cy Young at this point. Um, Alan Mitchell is Eric Spolstra, Hall of Fame coach. Thanks. Looking forward to today's show. Yes, I think he is. Yeah. I think he is a Hall of Fame coach. Uh, Mike Stacks. We could ask Borchard about this. Am I crazy to take the Pirates 16 to 1 to win the division? Feels like San Francisco from a few years ago. Mike, I don't want to call you crazy, but yeah, I, I think that's a little different. I would say. We'll see what Borchard says. Maybe he thinks differently. J Rod, 80. At what price would you bet Bryce at? I think if Bryce Young got down to like minus two something, I would jump in with everything. Kane. The Reddit, uh, the Reddit thread poster created his Reddit one week ago and has two total posts. Matthew Mayberry, Will Levis's uncle's girlfriend's sister's father has just informed me he will in fact be the number one overall pick to the Panthers. It's kind of <laughs> what I'm saying. Uh, Bruce Dobing and Aaron Rodgers was telling everyone the Niners were taking him number one in 2005. First indication we had that Aaron used used mushrooms uh wcgr morning gill svp on his podcast giving me some hope on my cj stroud exposure last night by the way got anything in tennis today tomorrow oh yes claire lou has that match started already claire lou is the play for me in tennis today in madrid plus 155 i believe i got it at again it's on the picks page let's go to mark borchard mark borchard from an undisclosed location somewhere in the desert at base winner basewinner.com how you doing mark Hill, I'm doing good, man. It's been a fun season so far. Really enjoying the MLB season uh, between the show that, that I'm on when Jason's on the show, too, a couple days. And then, the of course, I've been winning, which is good. That always helps. But yes. uh, um, the the game itself is just such such a pleasure to watch, be able to get through a game and sometimes uh, just just over two hours. And uh, you, you look at a guy like Strider yesterday who was just dominant. Okay, uh, can we start with him? I'm glad you brought him up because I had him here on the list to talk about. Because we just got a question about, for, about Shohei. Do we bet Shohei a, MVP or Cy Young? I don't know if you agree with me that MVP is like super duper short. You probably don't bet that. Is that is what's that right? the price on that now, Gil? It's just barely in plus money. It's like plus yeah. one something in some spots. Because you know what? I mean, I gave out on your sh- uh, the, the, the preseason show that we did, I gave out Trout and Otani in a group. Yes, you did. And it was like, and it was like minus 111, but like. Plus 110 I mean, we're showing. Plus 110 at DraftKings. Yeah, I, I would still take it. I mean, I, and I also gave out Otani for the Cy Young, too. So uh, take him in both. What's, what's he in the Cy Young market, Gil? What is he still in the Cy Young? Uh, when I got him, when we got him, it was double digits still. But right now in Cy, in the Cy Young in the American League, Kelly's calling that up right now. Um, Shohei plus three eighty. Plus three eighty. Mm. I don't. Yeah. I don't. The only thing is, is he's got to go up against Degrom. But you know, Degrom, they could. Well, they could both get hurt. So you're still like, you know, you kind of roll the dice on injuries on this stuff. But uh, uh, he's been dominant. I've, I, it seems like I've played him in some capacity every time he's goes out and yeah, he does have the control issues, but it's almost like he's almost like toying with it. He's like, well, I'll put this guy on. Cause I know I can get a strikeout the next time out. And he's been really kind of a, uh, a gosh, ray of light for the angels who really to, to date, in my opinion, have mixed results. Gil. Yes, they do. So let's, let's go to the Spencer Strider thing. So Strider takes a perfecto into the, uh, was it into the seventh last night? Um, and just looks phenomenal. By the way, uh, I had this conversation with Jason, and you and Jason on the same, uh, you know, as as uh, co-host on a show. I, I wish I had thought of great guests like the like you two guys. Um, they, the, we talked about the Strider thing before, 
where I, where he had that exchange with you, where he was like, yeah, oh, Strider, he's not. And then you brought out the stat. He's like, actually, he is kind of like Randy Johnson. Spencer Strider in the NL Cy Young market. Are we sleeping on that? Should we all just have that ticket in pocket? Well, I do already. But I did that at the first part of the year with with a group of guys. I mean, he's dominant. The guy, the guy just goes out, strikes out. What did he have? Thirteen last night. He uh, nine, 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 thirteen. I mean, I don't know. I don't see that. I mean, you got to think these guys are trying to prep for him. I mean, so you you think, well, they just can't prep for the guy. Yeah, I think I think that at this point, uh, unless he gets injured, he's. I, I would take if if you're getting plus money, take it. Oh, you're getting plus money. NL Cy Young currently. What are you seeing here, uh, Kelly? Let me get the. Uh... Let me get the exact here on NL Cy Young. We'll call that up. Um, okay, and then to the to the tweeter who said about the Pirates, would you take a shot on the Pirates sixteen to one? Three, you, to, one. three to one on Strider, by the way, for the NL Cy Young. You would say no to the Pirates at sixteen to one. I would guess. Yeah, I think the Pirates have kind of overperformed. Uh, just just one high number is their their starting pitching staff as a whole is twenty eighth in Major League Baseball by my ranking. So. I, I don't think that's a good idea. All right. Major League Baseball, uh, what do you got today? Well, I've got the Seattle Mariners shirt on, and yes, uh, I'm going to go with them. I'm going to go with the Mariners in the first five. You know, I've got the first five priced minus 174. Uh, so I'm not a huge fan of Gilbert. I've got him just a little bit uh, better than, than a league average pitcher. Uh, he does have good pitching plus uh, numbers, 70 percentile there. But Falter has really lived up to his name so far. Uh, he's right now 24% uh, worse than an average pitcher by my ratings. And uh, I, don't, I didn't want to play the full game. You know, interestingly enough, this Seattle bullpen, who was so good last year, I, my ratings are really bad on them. They're 23rd in baseball. And I really like the, uh, the Philly bullpen. You know, you look at a guy like Alvarado. He's got a 47 point percent strikeout percentage Jeez. his last 150 plate appearances <laughs> i mean that's amazing so so I, i'm i'm waiting for this guy to to strike out like if he strikes out the side then it might go over 50 percent depending on those whatever the the the, the last 150 was you know the, whatever the 150 plate appearances to go was so that i'm kind of keeping an eye on that but i'm going to go with seattle first five in, in that particular game is that the only one you got some else you know, I like Detroit a little bit. Uh, Detroit, I'm going to play it on the run line, plus one and a half. It's not that I like Detroit. I just, I think the Brewers, talk about overperformance. I think they've really overperformed. Uh, their, their offense rated 24th uh, by my ratings. I'm not a huge fan of Eric Lauer, 14% worse than an average pitcher. I've got the game priced on the money line, right about a pick em with Milwaukee minus 103. So I'm going to take the run line there, Detroit plus one and a half. Okay, the A's. I keep bringing this up, but the A's are five and eighteen. The A's are five and eighteen. What is the when you, you do these adjusted all the time with your projections? What do you have them winning this year? How many games? What's know, their I, adjusted win right now? I've I've got a I've got a uh, run the simulations, so that's going to take a little bit of work. Uh, I've I've kind of changed it up this year, so oh, okay. um, I can't give you an exact exact total, but I can tell you like they're not as bad as everybody's saying. You look at their starting pitching as a whole, 22nd in baseball. I got like four teams worse offensively. So, you know, okay. I, 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 I just don't think that – I don't think they're as bad as they've shown. Now, they've got an XFIP minus of 138 to date, and uh, I, I don't think they're that bad of a team, Gil. Leave you with this. We've got 30 seconds. Um, 
a lot of my buddies in San Francisco are saying this, that the, that the Giants are the team on a day-in, day-out basis you will have the most difficulty predicting this year. That's just fans, not better, saying that. Does, has that manifested for you in any way? What's the team that has flummoxed you the most from night to night where you just can't predict them? I, I don't know about that, but the, the team that I've missed with the most so far is the Brewers. Uh, I just I don't see this team. In fact, I think the Cardinals are, are, are probably a good idea to bet in the future in the division market right now. Oh, all those people that say you hate the Cardinals, they got to eat, eat crow on that, huh? I, well, I don't hate the Cardinals. Like, I, I hated their numbers for the last three years. I like their numbers <laughs> this year. So, you know, it's just about it's all about the numbers, deal. He's just a numbers guy. That's all he is. Mark, love you, man. Thank you so much. Mark Borch, Thanks, everybody, Neil. at base winner. We'll come back. Uh, Jake Hahn on hockey. More on the NFL draft and more on Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Buckets last night. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. There's a lot to bet on in the next 30 days. And for a limited time, you can subscribe to VSIN for only $9.99. That gets you insight into daily baseball best bets, NBA and NHL playoffs, the Kentucky Derby, and the upcoming NFL draft. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Also, a top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand. Sign up now for only $9.99 at VSIN. Sin.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. All right, we're half hour in. A little moment to breathe now, finally. Because we just, right before we came on, in case you missed it again, all of this steam all of a sudden out of nowhere on Will Levis to go number one, to which I immediately responded, can I just get my mother to do that and, like, make up a rumor and help and, and have the betting markets move? Like, nobody knows where any of this is coming from, and the markets moved like crazy. Well, it has peaked. So when we got on air, Will Levis was as short as four to one at DraftKings to go number one. He's now back to seven to one. Mm-hmm. He's now back to seven to one at DraftKings to go number one. Uh, Bryce Young returns to minus sixteen hundred. CJ Stroud twenty-five to one. Anthony Richardson thirty-five to one. I've done. So, I've done my Reddit research. The Reddit user sale agreeable two eight three four. And uh, he's the one going, saying that he knows Levis, and he's telling everybody in Carolina that he's the number one pick. So someone with a handle of sale agreeable to what? What was that? Two eight three four. Uh, two eight three four. Yeah. Who has no track record of anything? Oh, he's got one other post kill. Oh, he does. It's about the new Batman movie. Oh, sure. Yeah. Move those markets too. <laughs> two posts. <laughs> Seriously, I'm gonna call my mom. Come on, get on Reddit. What is Reddit? Um. So there's that. So we'll get into it again. Thor Nystrom will join us later on, as will Eric Eager from Sewer Sports to talk NFL draft. Where does the, where do their brains stand at this moment? Because because the, the Levis stuff happened right after again this morning. You're seeing a lot of a lot of intel on, and this is from again from Charlie Campbell over at Walter Football, one of these mock drafters who's like, no, the, the real thing is now Will Anderson could go two, and Paris Johnson out of Ohio State could go number three to the Texans and the Cardinals. Your mic is off, by the way, Kelly. In case you wanted to uh, jump on in here. Kelly's talking and no one can hear him. Um, so, the, I mean, all this stuff moves so quickly at this point that as soon as you put out a podcast or a show, it's like it's obsolete an hour later. That was the thing about doing the Beating the Book uh, NFL Draft Preview. We are talking about this during the podcast yesterday. When you do an NFL Draft pod, you got to kind of time it in a pocket. If you do it two weeks early or two weeks before the draft starts, you're way too early. If you do it the day before, you're way too late. So you just got to sort of time it and hope that it has, you know, valuable information. At this point, just draft. Because 
There's so many things that can make the draft good. There's so many things that can make it bad. If Jackson Smith Najigba goes before the 14th, before the 15th pick, I'm pretty good. If Lucas Van Ness goes number 10 to the Eagles, I'm really good. If those two things don't happen, it's probably a net negative for me this year. That is, of course, unless Will Levis goes to the Patriots at two. In that case, you can go, I'll see you later. I'm on a beach. Still not hearing you, Kelly. I'm sorry. Kelly Bidlin, ladies and gentlemen, shut out of the show this morning. <laughs> He's throwing a tantrum. He's throwing a tantrum. It's going up. All right, so NBA last night. We'll get to the NFL with all that. Chrissy Andrews will join us, see how he feels that he, again, now just two days before the NFL draft. Remember, he famously came on here two weeks ago and said, I'm not booking this. I told you last year I wasn't going to book it again. He's not booking it. We'll see how he feels about that because this could have been the draft where they made tons of money doing it. He's probably going to be like, yeah, I'm so glad I didn't do it. Uh, we'll also hear from uh, Jay Khan on the NHL coming up as well. Last night, though, the NBA, and we talked about the historical three ones. And what a great NBA playoffs, great NHL playoffs as well. But last night, what a doubleheader. First of all, Kelly, to use his words, unloaded. That's exactly how he said it. Uh, on the Bucks. And again, for so much of it, it looked like, for three and a half quarters, it looked like he was going to get it done. Although, the Bucks sort of teetered, right? The, the closing spread was eight. Kelly got it a better number at seven. And it sort of teetered right around that number for a long time, a little above that. The Bucks were covering most of the way, but not in a comfortable way for those who had the Bucks. And then the Heat did what the Heat do. They did this against the Bulls in the game for the eighth seed as well, where it looked like the Bulls were not only going to win but cover, and then a 15-1 to run at the end won it for the Miami Heat, and they were in the postseason. Well, from the six-minute mark, six minutes left in the game last night to the 22nd mark, the Heat went on a 27-8 to run to turn a 101-89 to deficit into a 116-109 to lead. That included a 13 to nothing run, the first 229 of that, to give them their first lead of the game at 102 to 101 with 317 left. So they were down 101 to nine to excuse me, 101 to 89, scored 13 in a row to go up 102 to 101 with 317 left. 119, 114 final. Jimmy Buckets, 56. 56 for Jimmy Butler. Only Michael Jordan, 63 against the Celtics, Elgin Baylor, 61, and Spider Mitchell's 57. The only three performances in NBA playoff history were someone has scored more than Butler's 56 last night, and he did it efficiently. 19 of 28 from the field and nine boards. By the way, he got 22 of those 56 in the first quarter. He got 21 of those in the fourth quarter. But it wasn't just like 22 and 21 spread out evenly over the quarter. In the first quarter when he got 22 of them, 20 of those 22 were in the final 6-13. And in the fourth quarter last night, of those 21, 19 of them were in the final five minutes and 16 seconds of that game. And somehow, the Miami Heat, from getting rolled by the Hawks in the 7-8 game, coming from the dead to beat the Bulls in the game for the eighth seed, now find themselves up on the Milwaukee Bucks three games to one. And I have to say, they were super, super calm about it after the game because they know they've done nothing yet. Eight times in NBA history, as we mentioned, as a team down 3-1 to one that has two more games on their home court coming up, come back from a 3-1 to one deficit. The Bucs are in that position. The Bucs are only plus 135. Kelly, I don't know if you're back. Would you take the heat? Kelly's not back. The question was, you wouldn't take the, the Bucs at such a low price to come back and win three straight. 
would you take the heat at minus 165 to only have to win one of those final three? Butler just playing unconsciously. By the way, Brooke Lopez, 36-11 and 11 in defeat. Giannis, 26-10-13. and 13. Messed around, got himself a triple-double. But boy, oh boy, the number one seeded Bucks in a postseason that has just been hampered by injuries to star players left and right, the latest of which, as we mentioned, Darren Fox of the Kings, which could turn or really could be the key point of that series as well, the Sacramento Golden State series, which resumes tomorrow. But boy, oh boy, the Bucks with their proverbial backs against the wall. And then the Lakers in Memphis, which I had two in-game bets. As soon as Miami took that lead last night, bet them got it home on the money line. That was the good thing. But I, got the, I had the Grizzlies in game yesterday when they were up three points with about nine minutes left, I believe it was. That did not get home. Lakers led by as many as 15 in the first half. The Grizzlies were up 97 to 90 with five minutes left. I thought my in game was going to coast. And then D'Angelo Russell hitting three threes in a row unanswered. The Grizzlies up two then again, though, with 6.7 seconds left in this ballgame after a, a transition play with Ja Bain behind his back, laying in transition. But LeBron James answering with under a second left on a beautiful high-off-the-glass lay-in over Jaron Jackson Jr. to put this game into overtime. And then once over came, uh, overtime came, the Lakers really did sort of uh, control things. LeBron ends up 22-20, and 20, 22 points, 20 boards, the first game of his entire career regular season or postseason, where LeBron James gets 20 boards. It's unbelievable. Desmond Bain, 36 in defeat. Ja, 19 in defeat, but it was an inefficient 19 for Ja. 8 of 24 from the field, and one does wonder if that hand injury um, is hampering him at this point, just in terms of his overall games. He's flying around like he always has before. Um, so for me, I'm not, in terms of the series prices, I don't think I am jumping in on any of these three because I don't believe in the Cavaliers at all in terms of them winning three in a row. I certainly don't trust the Grizzlies right now at this point, although the Grizzlies at six to one to me is the most tempting of the bunch. The most tempting of those three to ones that are tomorrow night, not tonight's three to ones, where the team with three wins has two games left on the home court out of three. But the Grizzlies at six to one over the Lakers, plus 650 at DraftKings. Somewhat tempting, but I haven't pulled the trigger on that yet. The Warriors, I'll take game by game, even though at this point, if Fox is hampered, and what a break that is for the Warriors, pun intended, if Fox is hampered, uh, the Warriors have caught the ultimate break. They're minus 260. The Kings are plus 210 to win that best of seven series against the Warriors. So just absolute drama in the NBA. But I don't know. There's no pre-flop for me tonight, for sure, again, because those three games would appear on paper to be blowouts. No pre-flop at all on any of those. We'll resume things and thoughts on pre-flop tomorrow night. But the uh, the big favorites tonight would appear to get it done, and I don't want to get involved in whether they cover those big numbers or not. Any of those three games, talking Nuggets, Celtics, or Suns tonight. Again, the Clippers, in case you missed it, it is official. Not only no Paul George, but no Kawhi Leonard for the clip show what a way for that team season to go by the uh, wayside we'll come back stanley cup playoffs have been awesome as well jake hahn joins us next to discuss that numbers game vison the sports betting network 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, authorized gaming partner of the NBA, hits the court with a special playoff parlay insurance offer. Place a one-game parlay of four legs or more and get back a bonus bet up to $25 if you miss one leg. Enjoy the playoffs like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds, specials, and parlay selection features throughout the postseason. Log in now or sign up and opt in to get it back uh, to get back rather a $25 bonus bet if one leg in your one-game parlay falls short. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the uh, feedback. This is from Chili Gambler. He said, I may be listening to the NFL draft uh, hot goss segment too much because I had a dream last night that Bryce Young pulled an Eli Manning and said he would not play for the Panthers and chaos ensued. Can you imagine? (laughs) I refuse to play for this franchise. Um, JD. Oh, responding to somebody says, do you believe in the Levis thing going number one hype? JD says, if I hear Gill or Lombardi say something about it, maybe, but I haven't yet. I don't believe it at all. Uh, Patrick, tuned in late. How is Kelly doing after Jimmy uh, Jimmy Buckets last night beat him and his Bucks? Kelly? Kelly Bidlin has returned late. Not great. Not great. Would have been nice to see that finish. Uh, first half got home. Full game. Nope. Not so much. Jimmy Butler was lights out. Would have been cool if they maybe considered double teaming him at any point. Would have been cool if Bud maybe called a timeout at any point during that massive run. Oh, that's the other thing. Like, that took way too long so, to happen. So Charles Barkley was going crazy about that. Not once did Coach Bud, in that 13 to nothing run, call a timeout. You're on the road also, right? Like, you didn't just let it happen. It just it reeked of, like, way overconfidence, right? Like, we've been blowing this team out the whole game. We don't really care. They're having a little spurt. We're still going to win this. No big deal. Yeah. And then that ensues. Catch him trades. We didn't give up DJ Moore for a dude who could easily fall to the nine spot. Talking about Levis, I agree with that. The other thing about that, <laughs> before we get to Jay Conn here, is yesterday I was talking about how they botched that whole Steph Curry timeout thing on ESPN. First, uh... First, Mark Jones and Doris Burke. Then Malika didn't follow up on it. Then in studio, it took him five minutes for Jalen Rose to finally bring it up. Um, Last night, remember there was the the, uh, Jimmy Butler. It looked like it was a three to put them up four late, but instead it was a two to put them up three. It took Kevin Harlan and Reggie Miller (laughs) 
90 seconds to figure this out. Like, what is going on with these I, broadcasts? I usually don't hate on these broadcasts I don't either, too much, but, but like, you, what's happening? You are right. We have had back-to-back. Hey, Reggie Miller was a disaster. Oh, last night. There goodness. were multiple things where he, he was just way off on. By the way, your tennis bet real quick, Claire yeah. Lou. Claire Lou, plus 156. Plus against. 160 over at DK right now. That oh, starts in about 45 minutes, I think. So Thank you, you still got time. People want to get in. Thank you for reminding me. First, uh, Yulia Putinseva. <laughs> Yulia Putinseva. She's Kazakhstani. Yeah. You know, like where Borat is from. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jake Hahn joins us to talk uh, Stanley Cup playoffs because the Stanley Cup postseason has been every bit as good, if not better, than the, NH- than the NBA postseason. He's the co-host of The Point, the Fantasy Hockey Show on Sirius XM. He joins us now. How you doing, Jake? I'm, do- I'm doing great. I think the whole segment should just be Kelly saying women's tennis names. I, I like that a lot better. That was fun. <laughs> it's great. I've had a lot of requests for that. <laughs> Who's Clara Lou playing again, uh, Kelly? Yulia Putinseva. There you go. Well done. You got yeah. it. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. Only need a couple tries. All right. So the Kraken win last night. Not only do they tie up their best of seven series against the Oilers yeah. at two games apiece. By the way, there's a they might have won all four of these games the way they've been playing. They actually gave up leads in the other two. But my, the, what I really want to get to is that's the first team to win on their home ice, uh, snapping an 11-game streak of teams on the road winning uh, in, in this Stanley Cup playoffs. I always quote the stats by Lopez thing, which is, hey, 80% of NBA playoff favorites get through. For that to happen in the NHL, you'd have to play best of 51s. So in that respect, isn't it just Stanley Cup playoff hockey? Well, I've never seen anything like this in terms of the road teams and that streak that you mentioned, Gil. Like this, it's just been crazy the last few days with all the road teams winning. I, I think there there is something to it. You know, we we look at like home ice advantage still means something in the NHL, but I don't think it means what it used to. So I think you're seeing a lot of that's why you're seeing a lot of these road teams win because I feel like teams are comfortable basically in any environment, in any arena. So you can find some value on road teams. And you can even, you know, at one point I would never back a road favorite in the NHL, especially in the playoffs. But at this point, there, there's, are, there's cases to be made where you can actually back that road favorite and obviously find some value with some big road underdogs as well. So I, I think uh, the time of only really backing the home teams is, is long gone in the NHL, and we're seeing that in, in the playoffs this year. By the way, I said the Kraken against the Oilers. I'm at the Avalanche. Kraken are plus 210. Would you take them on an adjusted series price here? I don't hate the number now, you know, it's going back now and I still look, I still think Colorado wins this series, but I feel like based on the price, there is value there with Seattle. I think that number should be a little bit closer between these two teams because I, I still just think Colorado is getting propped up based on what they did last year. They're still a good team, but I, I don't think Seattle is getting the respect that they deserve in this series. They dominated that game last night, guys. Like they were full marks. I know, you know, they had to eke it out late. They had to score an overtime winner. Colorado battles back, but Seattle was clearly the better team in that hockey game. So they've shown they can take it to Colorado for stretches. And the Avs are now down Val Nachuskin, who left the team for personal reasons. And we don't know if he's coming back in this series. So that's a big body to lose for Colorado. Seattle is very live to win this thing, guys. All right. So real quick with the other three last night, the uh, the Devils win again. So nobody has won on the home ice in that Rangers-Devils yeah. series. It's kind of a coin flip now. Uh, with the uh, Rangers just the slightest of favorites in that series now, minus 115. Curious if you have thoughts on that. And then the other two, obviously, the Golden Knights and the Leafs both take three-to-one leads. The Leafs obviously have this historical pressure we've talked about, no cups in 67, no series wins since 2004. The Knights, just anecdotally around town, Jake, this is not like the first year where they got to the Stanley Cup Finals, lost to the Caps, where everyone was super excited and thinking they're going to win it. 
I just don't feel like, again, that anyone has really bought into them, and yet here they are, 3-1 to one over the Jets. What are your thoughts on any of those three series? Well, I think the Knights have been a little fortunate based on some injuries on the Winnipeg side. Winnipeg lost their top defenseman, arguably their top player, top skater in Josh Morrissey in the last game, and then they lose Mark Scheifele mid-game in last night's game as well. So Winnipeg's down some huge key bodies, and I think Vegas is taking full advantage. I think maybe the reason why you're not feeling that buzz right now, you you look at who they're going to have to face in the second round, probably Connor McDavid and the Oilers, maybe the LA Kings. I think either way, I'm going to be in, interested in Edmonton or LA in that series. But Vegas continues to prove people wrong, continues to win games. So maybe we should stop doubting them a little bit. You know, we know what the narrative is going to be around the Leafs now with the 3-1 lead is can they get that fourth win? Toronto has been very good, Gil, at getting three wins mm -hmm. in a series. Getting three wins has been no problem. It's getting that fourth win that's been really difficult. I will be in the building on Thursday in Toronto for game five. Yes. I was actually... In in the building last time they won a playoff round back in 2004. I was much younger at the time. So uh, maybe there's a there's a little bit of history there, right? I was in the building last time. Maybe I'll be in the building this time for them to close things out. And as for the Rangers and Devils, we were kind of just right back to square one, right where we started. It's almost a wash. The Rangers win two in New Jersey. New Jersey wins two at, at Madison Square Garden. I still feel like the Rangers find a way to win this series, but very impressed by the way that the Devils responded. You're down 2 nothing, and you got to go into MSG and win two games, and they did so. So I think the Devils have kind of found their mojo again that they had all regular season long. All right, let's do the three games tonight. No four games anymore. Three games tonight in the NHL. Hurricanes trying to close out the Islanders. They're up 3-1. to one. They're about minus 155 favorites tonight in the first of the three. What do you like here? Yeah, this series has kind of gone. This is probably the one series that's actually gone as expected for me, yeah. guys. I thought Carolina would win their first two home games, and I felt like they would always steal one in New York. They did that on Sunday, so now it's 3-1 going back to Carolina. I had Canes in five here, so I'm just going to continue to roll with that. I, I do worry a little bit about the uh, the Canes goaltending, uh, if Auntie Ranta you know, can continue to play. He's, he's been okay in this series, and they're still up 3-1, which speaks to, to what Carolina is all about. I think the Islanders could win this game. They could find a way, but ultimately, I just think the Canes are too much for them. They close this thing out in five tonight. All right, and the other two tonight out west, they're both at 2-2. We didn't get here, like, conventionally, as we mentioned, in terms of winning on home ice. Wild Stars, Kings Oilers, the Stars and the Oilers resume being favorites on their home ice and in the series. Yeah, we've taken interesting paths to get here, but ultimately, we're right back to those two teams that you mentioned, Gil, having home ice advantage, and two teams a lot of people really liked in the Western Conference going in to these playoffs. Dallas and Minnesota has arguably been one of the more entertaining series. There's a lot of uh, post-whistle activity, a lot of misconducts being handled out in this one, so we'll see if maybe that goes away now that we're into a best-of-three situation, like, okay, we got to crack down, we need to actually just win this game. I like the stars here on home ice. I, I, just, I think that's a, a pretty fair price to pay for Dallas here. They know they need this win. They can't afford to go 3-2 back to Minnesota. So I think Dallas steps up. And I, I once again think the value is with LA tonight. I, I feel like, you know, coin flip type situation, Edmonton wins the game. But with that price, man, it's, it's hard to not back the LA Kings the way that they've proven they can win in this series and they can go toe for toe. And they've done a great job uh, slowing down Connor McDavid at five on five in this series. Well, I'll tell you what, man, uh, enjoy the game in Toronto. Toronto, obviously, with an amazing three-goal comeback. They were down three in the third period, got three third-period goals last night, won it in overtime, take the three-to-one lead. Could be history. We're all rooting for you, Leafs fans up there in Toronto. Enjoy that game, Jake. Uh, thanks, guys. Always great talking to you, and then hopefully again soon here. You too. Absolutely, we will. At jhan4, that's J-H-A-H-N, the number four on Twitter. We'll come back, NFL Draft Talk. Thor Nystrom and Eric Eager. We'll talk to Thor first.
Numbers Gate Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 